This is SportsCenter with L. Duncan and Gary Streisky. It sure is. L, it took me one time to fill in on the 6 p.m. SportsCenter for my name to be in the audio and on the graphic. It's called a pity lay. What are you talking about on the graphic? And all was right in the world. Run the L. Duncan show. Come on, man. One time. One time. It was fun when it lasted, yeah. and while it lasted, which was just about the amount of a show open. I'd like to tickle her. Yeah. Welcome to the L. Duncan yeah. Show with Gary Streisky, not on the graphic. Yet. It was like a really big day for Hal Streisky yesterday. You were really pumped to hear the announce cart. Well, I wasn't expecting that because, you know, on the 7 a.m. Sports Center with myself and Randy Scott, it's just yeah. this is Sports Center, sure. and then we're like, sure is. Yeah. That's Randy. I'm Gary. Sure. But then I forget. You're in the big leagues now, boo. Six o'clock. We pay somebody to say the name. Yeah. And again, this is a- Can't be bothered saying our Mr. own name. This is Mr. Mysterio. Uh -huh. All right, makes the name sound cool. Yeah. And it caught me off guard at the top of the show, and I was like, oh, Elle's not going to like what I'm about to say. <laughs> <laughs> I love and that. It was awesome. It was great while it lasted yep. for that one little run. You were filling in with That's me great. on SportsCenter last night, and that was great. But now we're back in our rightful places. That's right. You is my and, my Robin. That's right. You're the- I guess you would be the salt to my pepper. I'm your improv. I am okay. your yes and. All right? It is L. Duncan and. All right? I am here to say yes. All right? For the next hour of this program. Sure. That's what I agree with, but yeah. I might disagree with you on some accounts. We like that. That makes right. for good television. You know what else makes for good TV? When we finally arrive. Bebe, yes. let me tell you what. Come on! The dog days of the NFL. When you've got two weeks before the Super Bowl... You can only have so much fun with the Pro Bowl, right? Especially because yeah. even the NFL has minimized the Pro Bowl. Yeah. We're here. We're, we're, we're hours. We're like 72 hours away, less, from the Super Bowl, which means this is a Super Bowl heavy, heavy show. Okay, guys? It's a big week. I also love how you did sort of fall into that, um, that way that we describe how close the Super Bowl is. And right about 72 hours is yeah. when we start saying how many hours. Yeah. Nobody says we're 96 hours no. away. All right, when we're four days out, we're not 96 hours away because yeah. that's still a little bit daunting. It's a lot of math. But 72 is like, yeah, that's three days. That's three days. That checks out. Everybody knows standard that's three <laughs> days. Right. And let me be clear. It is Super Bowl yeah. week, unless, of course, you are not an NFL rights media holder, Correct. in which case it is big game week. <laughs> that's true. The old contest. All right, the granddaddy of them all, the big kahuna. I think that's all we use. Sure. <laughs> that's, I think that's what we got. So obviously, because it's big game weekend, that's we've right. got all that. We've got your zaniest prop bets, including dad bods. I will miss Cleo, the Usher halftime show, and we will give you our starting five when it comes to Super Bowl snacks. And I'm going to oh. die on a hill here. That I think everybody's gut gets super powered for the Super Bowl. Yes. Because there are items on the menu that you would turn your nose up if they were offered at Thanksgiving or Christmas sure. or any other thing. So we'll get into all of that as well. I'm glad you bring up Thanksgiving because in the same vein, it's like, oh, oh, it's about that time of year, huh? The one time I'll eat this. Yeah, correct. <laughs> right. Vienna sausages are really big right now for some reason. Get the crock pot out. So, of course, this is the first Super Bowl yep. in Las Vegas. Yep. This is the first Super Bowl where really everyone's wrapping their arms around betting. Sure. And we're going to get to that as well. But in 
most of these shows, as we've talked about before, you're getting all kinds of analysis, matchups, yeah. who's going to win, George Kittle versus Travis Kelsey. You know, can the Chiefs' offense go up against this Niners defense? How will they stop a check? Blah, 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 blah. We're just going to do what we always do, okay? No thanks, analytics. Mm-mm. No thanks, matchups, FPI. Take a seat, Mina Kimes. <laughs> We're not here for your scientific metrics, even yeah, though you're Dan super Orlowski, smart, Mina Kimes. You guys are so Orlowski smart. and the whole NFL crew. Not going to disrespect you. You spent a lot not of time. Not besmirching you yeah. Yeah, at all. We're going to judge them in a way that we like to judge things. Yeah. Worthiness, vibes, content, colors, fans. Yep. And we'll start with the worthiness as we do the matchup between the San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs. I'll start. Okay. I think the worthiness clearly goes to San Francisco. That's so funny. They've suckled the teat of greatness, just suckled it. They've never gone full bore. Mm-hmm. Clearly, we all know what's been happening with Kyle Shanahan. I mean, mm-hmm. he's really, truly following in the footsteps of his father, yeah. offensive coordinator for the 28-3 to Falcons. Yep. Yep. 2019, they're winning, they're in control. Mm-hmm. Spit the bit in the second half, sure, sure. as Kyle Shanahan offenses sure. tend to do, and they lose as well. So I feel like just in terms of worthiness, okay. it's the Niners. They keep getting right there, and then some devastating injury happens or Jimmy Garoppolo happens to them. I want it for them. Completely disagree with you. Anybody who's ever suckled a teat, um, figuratively, literally, knows that that's fine. You can, you can be there. You can do that, and that's okay. When we talk about worthiness, you're saying the San Francisco 49ers, a dynastic franchise, one of three or four in, in the, the NFL. 90s. Whoa, whoa, time out, time out. Blah, blah, blah. Let me finish. Let me, let me finish okay, I'm my sorry. soliloquy here, okay? I didn't think that I'd disagree with you right out of the gates, but what I'm saying here is we're talking about the San Francisco 49ers. This is a team that had their opportunities to win the Super Bowls a handful of times over the course of this last decade. When we're talking actual football worthiness, we're like, Patrick Mahomes, what are you talking about? They're the best team in the league. You're going to bestow worthiness to them? Yeah, this is the worst Chiefs team that he has ever had to quarterback. And look where they're at. Look what they're doing. Look at the noise that they've not ever had to deal with outside of the football team. Some of it is coming by way of members of the football team. Kadarius Tony. <laughs> but worthiness is the Chiefs. From where they started at the beginning of the season, everybody, including at this network, are the Chiefs done? Is Eric Bieniemy leaving the reason they can't score on offense? He brought them back to the Super Bowl. They are of the utmost worthiness. Don't ask me how to spell utmost, because I don't know if it's up or ut. It's ut. Utmost. It's utmost. You. you you quite literally just said you're talking out of both sides of your mouth. You want to denigrate the Niners for formerly being a dynasty in the 90s, but you want to prop up the team that quite literally will be a dynasty if they win on Sunday. They will have won three Super Bowls in five years. That's a dynasty. So I'm just I don't under fine. Okay. So you're going Kansas City. What I'm here saying is I'm, I'm not taking I'm not taking I'm not taking the pity route for San Francisco. Oh, oh they're worthy because, oh, because look how close. Because of sadness. Are. Yeah, no, right. forget that. The, the Chiefs are worthy. Okay, all right. How about vibes? Ooh, this is a good one. You go. Chiefs, everything around them. Between the lines, outside the lines, I love the noise. I'm with you. Okay. Content. Well, Chiefs. Chiefs. Yeah, good and bad. There's like all kinds of True. petty content. What? what do they say? I mean, you have you have a publicist. All all publicity is good publicity. That's not that's not the same. That's not it at all. There's no such thing as bad publicity. That's the one I was looking for. That's the one I even though in terms of vibes, Debo Samuel coming out of the locker room with the boombox. He's fun. That's vibes. That's ten on ten. Okay. okay. So I'm with you on Kansas City. Colors. I think this is a push, although I mean, it's definitely a push. Well, gold is better than yellow, so I'll go San Francisco. Yeah, Kansas City is definitely flirting with like the golden arches. Ba da ba ba ba. So give me San Francisco. <laughs> all right. Fans. We already know yes. Taylor Swift, of course. Mm-hmm. 
um, is with the Chiefs. Yes. Paul Rudd, Jason Sudeikis, Brad Pitt, Rob Riggle, Henry Winkler. Okay. Niners have Saweetie, E40, Jeremy Renner, Ooh. Huey Lewis. Wait, Brad Pitt's a Chiefs fan? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, I learn something new every day. Yeah. And every single time I watch, listen to, or am a part of the L. Duncan Show, fans, Chiefs. <laughs> You're learning something new. I'm just kind of having Chiefs. a weird obsession with Brad Pitt, so I knew that. Who are we going with there? Uh, Chiefs. Yeah, clearly. I mean, the Chiefs, definitely. Anybody that Paul Rudd is supporting, True. he's like a sneaky He's unequivocally mark. and objectively like just a, a well-loved American. I think he's you know probably like undisputed most beloved person like in the world. Him next to The Rock. I agree. Probably. I agree. Um, all right, so there it is. So I think that what we have decided, Jace, based on our own L. Duncan metrics, is that the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win this one. They win, they cover. All right, so how about some prop bets? Yes. Okay? Prop or not? Yes. Oh, there's, I'm going to do that. There's okay. plenty of these. Um, as dad bod season is the first okay. one that we're talking about because – we talked about this in the show last week. So unfair. On, Patrick Mahomes. Again? Now we're showing it again. This is so cruel. Um, Patrick Mahomes saying, I don't care about, I'd rather have a gut and have championships than have a six pack and be a loser. Uh, but, but because of that, because this has become a thing, his dad bod, there is now a dad bod season rushing yards prop bet. I love that. Take the <laughs> over. I remember when he hit the over in the last Super Bowl, he was at the over by a healthy margin, and then they got into victory formation three straight times, and because he took a knee for negative yardage, it fell under yeah. the line. Yeah. So the people who thought they won three plays prior was like, oh, no. Oops. Oh, no, the under hit. So give me uh, Patrick Mahomes, 26 and a half. Over. The dude didn't have a leg last year and ran. Also, oh wait, yeah, also that. Yeah, he like didn't even have like a like a functioning leg True. and he was running. Oh, ankle was busted up. Correct. That's um, crazy. So I'm gonna go over on that. All right. So some other game related props that we have. Prop or not? The length of the national anthem. Oh. Let me tell you, this is always really intriguing. We used to to bet these before. Yeah. I was the sideline reporter for the Atlanta Hawks, and we would bet this just you know on the side how long it would be. Yeah. And let me tell you, um, at the time, the longest anthem that we ever recorded was Josh Smith, who used to play for the Atlanta. His mom would sing the anthem every once in a while. Whoa. And you could always tell how it was going to go by the first line. And I'm going to give you a clue as to how it goes. You ready? If someone goes, Oh. oh yeah, everybody. Oh. oh, she held it. She let it. Day. We were like, oh Damn. God, three minutes. Um, Breath between so every word. It's just, it's like, oh, here we go. If they leading, pull out an instrument, it's going long. Leading Gums Murphy. Reba McIntyre singing though, right? Yeah, Reba McIntyre. She's she not going to do it. She wants to go. Oh, say. Yeah, no. Can you <laughs> see? Yeah, it's going to have a bop. She's going to have gonna a go guitar. Under. Yeah, that's going under. The result of the coin flip, heads or tails. You can also bet on which team's going to score first, the Chiefs or the Niners. I will tell you this. ESPN Bet doesn't think either one of these teams is going to score on their first possession. It's been a flat-out no for them scoring on the first possession. And then even you can bet on like the winning team's Gatorade color. Will it be orange, yeah. blue, red, other? Jordan, uh, Joe Fortenbaugh joined SportsCenter yesterday. Yeah. And everything that he broke down yesterday, I was like, I'm – I'm ready to take out a second mortgage on my home. 100%. And bet whatever. He broke down everything so specifically, including um, that no first score on the first possession thing. Yeah. I was like, I believe him. Makes sense. I take all of my money. He even gave you a good one, too, for uh, you, can, you can bet right now who is going to be she the writes. first person to score, yes. right? Um, he even had one for Kyle Juszczyk, who is a fullback, of course, for the Niners. Yes. He doesn't really get used very often, but he had a compelling argument for why it could potentially be Kyle Juszczyk. 
there's some good money out there, and we'll say that. Now, it would not be an NFL show without mentioning Taylor Swift. Yes, which we did multiple times already, but we're going to do it again. There's an entire prop bet list for Taylor Swift prop bets. How many times she's going to be shown on the camera. I'm mashing the over. Are you kidding me? Oh, I'm mashing that over. Mash the over. Mashing it. Um, will her navel be shown? That's this is so weird. creepy. That's weird what is as wrong hell. With y'all, Yo, that's so weird. Will she be seen crying if the Chiefs lose? I'm taking no. I think she's gonna do that. Uh, you know that GIF where the girl acts like sad. She's like, you, oh my god. You need to stop calling it a GIF. It is called a GIF. L. It is. L. Okay. Well. Okay. L. I will bet you a hundred dollars right now that the man that created it calls it a GIF. I understand that L, but I don't have a hundred dollars to spare. <laughs> Yo, can I? Can I borrow $100? These are the two that are so lame to me. I can't believe okay. anybody would actually spend any money on this. Will Travis Kelsey propose on the field? Shut the up. No. What? Come on, you guys. It's so lame. And don't you even try to make an argument for this. First of all, that's super lame and corny. They've been dating for six months. Second of all, Travis Kelsey, you can say whatever you want about him, you know, the attention and doing this, yeah. and he loves the attention, whatever, but I do not think he would ever do anything that would take away from his team winning a Super Bowl on the field. And if he did that, no one's talking about the Super Bowl or their win or their contributions or their season. Like you said, this improbable Super Bowl run, they're only talking about Taylor Swift. Not going to happen. I'd bet my mortgage on it. But just imagine how cool <laughs> it would be if he was like, hey, listen, baby, I got a ring but it's only appropriate if you get one too. Oh God. Will you marry me? Because <laughs> you gotta fight. <laughs> he oh, you're right. He always goes, to marry. Is that a yes or you a no? You can even bet if she's pregnant. Oh God, I just Wait. can't. You guys stop. You can bet if she'll announce her pregnancy. Wait, hold on. But in order to get pregnant, you have to, wait a minute. Out of wedlock. Okay. <laughs> Unreal. Um, still ahead, as of course, we've got so much here on the Young yeah. Duncan show. Yeah. Keep it, it's a family show. I know. Gary. I thought it was going to go to break. I thought it'd be way smoother of a transition to break, but now I just got to sit here and look stupid. Yeah. We'll just refer back to you suckling teats. Get to um, the hate. Watching, of course, the Super Bowl as a fan is one thing. The perspective of being at Super Bowl Media Day is oh another. Gosh. Coming up, we're going to share with you why it is the worst week and why someone dragged poor, sweet Brock Purdy into the most awkward conversation mm -hmm. of all time. That's coming up on The L. Duncan Show. Brock, do you know how babies are made? Even more awkward than that. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
Hey, if you're a purveyor of shenanigans, then watch the L. Duncan Show Monday and Thursday on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. And also on television, folks, every Friday, 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. We are everywhere. We're infecting your TV and podcast world. Oh. That doesn't sound good. But the cure is, well, there is none. Just keep watching. You know, last week, making our debut on TV... Caused quite the stir yeah, with the around dinner. the social circles here. Yeah, people and I was wrong. It was not a $1,600 dinner. It was an $1,800 dinner yeah. split four ways. Yeah. Let me encourage you to go back into the annals of the L. Duncan yeah. show from last week and listen to that show if you haven't to find out who we tried to out as a cheapskate. No one has figured out who this athlete is I yet. was so scared that I was going to get a text yeah. from certain somebody that was like, how dare you? Yeah. And I'm like, don't be mad at me. Right. Be mad at the person who shared the information because the next day... In Sports Center, all we could talk about from like four to five a.m. The whole show group was just naming the most obscure Boston athletes Correct. ever to try that and ever guess. did exactly. Nobody so the same right. way that you were gripping, it kind of feels like that's how the dudes grip at Super Bowl Media Day. Because if you have ever been to one, the dumbest questions on earth are asked here. I just want you to remember that they, literally Super Bowl Media is every Tom, Dick, and Harry from anywhere in the world, and their boss is like. Want to go get some Super Bowl coverage? Like, you True. got access to these dudes, finally. You've got dudes juggling, little kid reporters. I mean, it's just a mess. Andy Reid's already been asked about his top three burger wrecks. Travis Kelsey was asked so many times about Taylor Swift. Patrick Mahomes was asked about something that, by the way, I can tell you, being in the media is very uncomfortable being asked about. We were told a couple of years ago uh, when it first sort of came out, the comp that he sounds like Kermit the Frog, do not bring it up with Patrick Mahomes. It's just a thing he doesn't like. And then, of course, someone does exactly that. What is your best Kermit the Frog impression? I'm talking right now. That's it. You can see it on his tell, face. You could tell. He's trying to, like, play along, tell. but he's like, bruh, this is old and let's move on. Yeah. Here's the thing about Media Day is these players understand that it is a one-hour block that they have to commit to. They have to sit up on the podium, mm -hmm. and they're going to get rapid fire, absolutely assaulted with the stupidest questions. Some of them do pertain to the game, and there's a lot of hometown reporters who go there to talk about their high school days. But then you get these X-factor questions yeah. out of nowhere. It's one hour, but you know you're going to get hit with the exact questions, informations, and inquiries that you don't want to talk about. Well, and they're just also just, it's like people that don't know anything about football. I was at the Patriot Seahawks, um, you know, the notorious one in Arizona in Glendale a few years back. Malcolm, and, go! And, like, there was one dude, Tom Brady availability was obviously very highly attended, and someone just for four minutes, you're lucky to get called. There's thousands of people here. You're lucky if they call you to ask a question of the great Tom Brady. He spent four minutes just going... I just think you're so great and amazing. What's it like to be the most amazing, great person that's ever lived on the planet and so handsome? It was <gasps> awkward. I also had a lady who, and I'm watching this happen in real time, because at Media Day, they also have Media Day, you know, almost every day in the buildup as well, where you yeah. can come and you yeah. can sit with these players at tables. And this lady, who clearly didn't know anything about football, she goes up to Steven Goskowski, who is the mm. Patriots, who is the mm. Patriots kicker at the time. And you can tell right away she doesn't know who he is, but it slowly starts rapidly devolving. First, she starts with like a generic, like, how do you prepare yourself for the rigors of smash mouth football? Oh. You know, and he's like, oh, you he's know, he like, yeah, he like gives some like answer. Then she goes, how much film study goes into preparing for the Super Bowl? And he's still like, blah, blah, blah. And then finally, she revealed herself oh. to have not known who this man was yeah. by asking, how do you plan on exploiting the Legion of Boom? <laughs> And finally, he's like, 
Ma'am, I'm a kicker. Miss. <laughs> Ma'am, I don't have to worry about any of that that you just said. I'm just a kicker lady. I just got to go out there and kick. She was sent there on behalf of journalists against kickers. Yeah. She just wanted to make him answer feel smaller. the question. Yeah, yeah, feel smaller. Like, oh, so you're not going to have anything to do with the outcome of this game. Well, just the PATs and the field goals. But yeah, other That's than it. that. Yeah. Other than that, how was Dallas, Mrs. Kennedy? NBD, she quickly was like, oh, and walked away. So nice. she was very disappointed that she had just got the kicker. And I will say this, okay? It's a spectacle. There was 25,000 paid attendees to sit in the lower bowl of the stadium to watch journalists ask oh, journalists ask these <laughs> players questions. Oh, about yeah. Them. It is a made-for-TV event now where I will say some media members – I don't want to say can make their careers, but they can certainly get a head start sure. with things that go viral, clippable elements. And everybody knows that, that now. One, and and everybody knows theory. that, and that's why they all go out there. Yes. Our friends, DJ B and Pete Blackburn, they were out there, noted hockey guys. And yeah. The vein of every single one of their questions was slanted in a hockey form. Sure. They asked Isaiah Pacheco, well, they told Isaiah Pacheco that he reminded them of Nate McKinnon, to which Isaiah Pacheco was like, Who's Nate yeah. McKinnon? What is a Nate McKinnon? He's one of the McKinnon. best NHL players. He's like, but but Nate McKinnon. <laughs> You're like, I promise that's a compliment. Yeah, it's a compliment. Trust us. But despite all of that, yes. some of that is fun and lighthearted. Despite Correct. all of that, the dumbest I think I've heard in a long time was what was asked of Brock Purdy. Yeah, it was not good. In the most awkward of ways. Just listen and enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I side pictures of you and... and uh, Lee Harvey Oswald circling around the internet right now. People think you two look alike. Did you ever hear that before? I haven't. That's my first time hearing it. Yeah. What do you think about that comparison? Uh. Physical comparison. Eh, yeah. Yeah. I don't, eh. yeah. I don't know. What do you think about looking oh, like? Oh, we got the graphics too. <laughs> murderer Lee Harvey Oswald. I mean, how awkward. And here's the thing, guys. Does he look like him? Yes. He's like, my beauty mole, though, is uh, not quite quite as high up on he the He looks cheek. just like him, Gary, but at the same time, this was supposed to be social media fodder. Yeah. Some things are supposed to be kept on social media. We're supposed to talk about Brock Purdy looking like a notorious murderer behind his back. Yeah. You don't ask that man this question. Yeah. What is this kid supposed to say? What do you think about the fact that you look like Lee Harvey Oswald, you moron? I mean, it's just insane, and I think Brock answered it the best that he, he could, but it's just so stupid. This is like, as an aside, I uh, was impressed that Brock Purdy knew who Lee Harvey Oswald was. Okay. Well, no, because... I don't care how old he is. You learn about Lee Harvey Oswald in school. Well, sure. By the way, to ADD tour, I'm so tired of young people acting like they're not supposed to know shit from before when they were born. Well, I'm just saying... Yes, you are. For a long time, I would get Lee Harvey Oswald and John Wilkes Booth confused. Okay. Three names, three, uh, rather, three named individuals, both... Different millenniums. Correct. And obviously, different... <laughs> situations happened. One was at Dealey Plaza, one was at the theater. By the way, I've been to Dealey Plaza at the Book Depository when I lived in Dallas. It's, it's a weird place. It's, yeah, it's haunting. They, they literally have an X yeah. on the road. Yeah, it's weird. People like go there, yeah, selfie sticks. I'm like, that's eh, yeah. eh, not, not my thing. But. So the same way that I said that that person made uh, Media Day very awkward, you yeah. just made this show really awkward. Yeah. We were going to do some lighthearted doppelganger comps, and then you just went full Kennedy was murdered here. Thank well, you so let's, much. Let's do that right now. Let's take a left. Okay. Let's go ahead and take that left. Eject. Boom.
We're going to give Segway. you some of our, I think, which are fantastic comps yeah. that you could say to this person and they yes. wouldn't be offended. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> let, me, let me first start with something that I find to be offensive. I want to put the kibosh in this right away. Okay. I have been so sick for years of people comparing Jared Goff to Ryan Gosling. That's yeah, a high bar. No, they don't look alike. All I'm right. sorry. Ryan Gosling's my guy. They don't look alike. In fact, I think Jared Goff looks more like Cliff Kingsbury. Y'all did golf dirty with the picture on the left. You know he was breathing out or at least yeah. holding his breath. He looks like a good Now that's that's right? They look more alike. No. Well, well Cliff no. Kingsbury kind of looks like Calvin Harris now that I'm looking at it. Yeah, you're right. Okay. All right. That that look the guy on the right looks like somebody who's playing a character trying to play Ryan Gosling. We definitely could have had a better picture of Gosling up there. But I agree with you. They okay. don't look alike other than they are uh two, three. White dudes with, with beards and blonde short hair and blonde tall. hair. Yeah. Uh, you always have to be really careful when you compare black people because we don't all look alike, but this one's a good comp. It's a minefield. It is. This Mike is Tomlin and Omar Epps do yeah. look alike. Now, but, but low key, which one is which? <laughs> Mike Tomlin's on the right. Okay, he's the one wearing the Steelers he's hat. He's the one okay. wearing the Steelers one hat. The, okay, thank you. Omar Epps on the left. Yeah, I, that's actually a really good comparison. That's No, that's, that's super good. You've got good one. And, well, yeah, here's the thing, though. That's one... When we do make the comparisons, it's a, it's a minefield because you can get that response like, whoa, 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 just like the Asians get yeah. as well. But facts are facts. All right, here we go. This is Otto Porter Jr., Lionel Rich. No, I know. Come on. That one Come on. Wait, that's, what? That's good. Oh, Otto Porter Jr. I saw this dude dribbling the rock down the court one day. I was like, that's Lionel Richie. I never thought about that. Lionel Richie. I thought he's like 60-something. He's, he's in the league. That's a good one. Sidebar. Yes. Interviewing Lionel Richie one time. Yeah. And a friend is like, yeah, Lionel, tell her. Tell her how you still have all this money despite the fact you ain't released a song in a year. Lionel Richie owns like Rodeo Drive. Like the land. Wait, what? Correct. He For bought real? it a long time ago and he owns Rodeo Drive. Anyway, um, this is a good one. This is a good one. I think everybody knows this one. Who she cut him checks? Yes. John Gruden and Chucky. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that's a good one. Great comp. Yeah. Love that one. Despite the red hair. I mean, you can see it right there. This is one that you're going to have to, Gary, if you're only listening, you might have to Google this one. Yeah. You'll know who Jim Carrey is. Of course. But Rick Carlisle and Jim Carrey look identical. Look oh. at that. Oh, wow. That's really good. Correct. Our production Isn't that good? did a good job with yeah. the side-by-side. Found good pictures. When we first popped up the left, I thought that was Rick Carlisle on the yeah. left. That's good. Yeah. Oh, huh. that's a good one. Back to the association. J. Cole, my favorite rapper, his NBA doppelganger, Quinn Cook. Yeah. Quinn Cook. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. We could have gone with the J. Tobias Cole. Harris, Joe K J. Cole. Tobias good Harris one. looks like J. Cole. Oh, I forgot that one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. You don't see that, though? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I could see a little bit. I just see Tobias Harris. And me in trouble. wait, very quickly, Trevor Lawrence and the daughter from Ozarks. Yeah, that one as well. We, oh, a show yeah. that I just never got behind. Yeah, he definitely looked like. There we go. They look very, <laughs> very similar. Yo, Trevor Lawrence is beautiful, or is she handsome? You never know. I don't know. Here's what we do know. Coming up, Big Tank, Big Bank, take Little Bank, and let me tell you, Vegas is not for the faint of finances. When we will come back, we will ask: Is the price, in fact, right? Because it feels like no. Yeah, we need some money. Mm-hmm. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back on the L. Duncan Show. We are. Just a couple of broke boys. Hey, that's a fact. We're just broke. Especially when you consider... Serious about that $100. I feel like we... I feel like, you know, listen, all jokes aside, we make good money, especially for what we do, but there is nothing more humbling than going to something like the Super Bowl and being like, oh, I don't have money at all. I don't have $2.5 million for a suite. I don't have... $10,000 for a last minute just get in the door ticket to the for four hours of entertainment what like it's absolutely insane and and we heard Christian McCaffrey's own mother say I don't know if it's the Taylor Swift effect I don't know if it's because the Super Bowl is in Vegas certainly she's been to a few of them Old Eddie's won three of them right her husband has won three of them she's like we can't afford a suite money bags Christian can't afford a suite his fiance Olivia Culpo she got her own clothing line, a former Miss Universe. She can't afford a suite. What is going on? Mm-hmm. In comes Olivia Culpo. She's like, I got you, future mother-in-law. I'm going to buy you a suite. In comes Flex. CMC. He's like, the hell you buying a suite? The way our bank account works, you that see. Ain't happening. Like, we're not liquid, all right? We're not liquid. <laughs> and he put the kibosh on it. And everybody keeps going like, oh, is Christian McCaffrey being cheap? I mean, he makes $12 million a year. Let me just remind you, folks. Boy plays in San Francisco. He sees 40% of that. He's First of all. 35%. He's, he's in a tax bracket where he, right away, 40%, 45% of his money is gone. So you take that 12 and you've got six. Then you've got your agents or whatever that are taking between 5 and 6%. So lose another million off of that. You're talking about him clearing potentially $5 million a year and the suite's $2.5 million. That's crazy. That's dumb Dumb financials right there. It's crazy. That sounds stupid as hell. And here's the thing. Keeping perspective what it is. I laugh, but it ain't funny. I laugh, but it ain't funny. You guys know the TikTok. Because we are talking about millionaires not being able to afford to do stuff. Yes. And people that are going to be watching. Oh, boo-hoo. It ain't about that. Yeah. It's about how ridiculous these prices have gotten to where we are having to justify and CMC is having to justify the fact that he can't spread this kind of bread on four hours of entertainment insane. for the biggest stage of his life. Yeah. That's nuts. It's insane. Average get-in ticket to sit up top, nine grand. We just got nine banderonis hanging around. I want to remind you, Brock Purdy, the starting quarterback for the Niners, yeah. makes $870,000 so a year. Brock Purdy wanted to get a suite, the Super Bowl would be like, sorry, bro, you can't. Like, we know you're yeah, playing. you're too poor. You, you are playing in yeah. the Super Bowl. You are one of the main draws. But you're going to have to hop in the casino and watch from one of the, the sports books, bruh. But here's the thing, Gary. Two and a half million dollars. It's like, okay, well, what are we getting? Diamond and crested fans? Like, what's happening? And there is a TikTok going around that shows what you're getting. You're getting bacon-wrapped hot dogs, barbecue burnt-in burritos, carne asada fries, seafood-stuffed potatoes, Surf and turf notch. See, this is some bull. What they did was, all they did was just take regular basic ass concession yeah. food yep. and then just sprinkle a higher cut of meat on it. And so they're like, there you go. I get all that at Costco for $200. Thank you. Pull up to the crib. All right, you don't got to worry about 
sharing space with strangers, using just one bathroom. No, give me $200, an hour at Costco, and I'll give you an experience at the crib that you would not soon forget or regret. And it would save you some shekels. It's insane, Gary. It's crazy. Yo, do you think that like you could, do you think that you could like finagle by being like, how much is the sweet if I bring my own food? Facts. And like, drinks. Uh, like We won't use any napkins. I won't flush the toilet. I know there's a water shortage. Vegas is a desert and whatnot. But y'all can keep it. Matter of fact, we ain't even going to be thirsty. You got to tap? Because we'll just put our head under. <laughs> What's the most money you've ever spent on a, a, a vent? Oh, we're in a fortunate position that we get to go to a lot of stuff on work. But recently, I did buy four tickets to the national championship. Uh, Michigan. Who'd they play? Michigan oh my play. God! Michigan play. Are you serious? Washington. Washington. Uh, it was so long ago. I'm on this. I'm on to the Super Bowl. I'm oh, on. The, I'm on to the big game. Thirteen hundred dollars a ticket. I bought four of them. Okay, money bag, yo. Or my friend who reimbursed me immediately. Oh. <laughs> I, I didn't go. I just was buying them for my friend, a Michigan grad, and I was like, "Yo, but for real, here's my Venmo because <laughs> I need that back." Before the credit card bill hits. Yeah, yeah. But yo, I need that back before the 28th because the way the American Express works, yeah. see, it's not a credit card, it's a charge card. Can you get that for me? <laughs> Gary's using his debit. I spent $1,200 per ticket on a Dua Lipa concert at MSG, worth every penny. Was it Loved worth it? it. How it many tickets? So worth it. Two tickets. Damn, that's 4400 but she's Red. my boo. You know, honestly, Gary, we will both know that staying home is the most cost-effective way to watch the Super Bowl party. Whether you're hosting or attending, we're going to give you some party fouls yes. that you should not do coming up on the L. Duncan Show. And also maybe help you understand that the best thing you can do is just bury yourself at home. That's ahead. Yes. Hey, you're watching the L. Duncan show right now. Can you keep watching it? So lucky. New eps on Mondays and Thursdays, wherever you get your podcasts, also on YouTube. And remember, on television every Friday, ESPN 2, 2 to 3 p.m. Eastern. Multi-platforms, we platform in L. We're just trying to help you. That's what we want to do. Right. We want to help you avoid some awkward situations at your Super Bowl parties. Because yes. there are some things that people do that just grate me at Super Bowl parties. Mm -hmm. Super fun and whatever. But the first one being, it's the one time anybody likes commercials, bro. Correct. If you go to a party, if you're hosting a party, don't DJ during the commercial breaks. Yeah. Don't turn music on. That's why we're there. And to that effect, Gary, don't ruin the commercials that you've already seen by saying things like, oh, have you seen this one? This is where Nick Saban pops out of the cake. Yep. Shut up. Yep. Let us enjoy it in real time, Gary. Everybody want to be the one to break the news. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wants to be part of the conversation. Everybody wants to be part of the joke. You just have to realize, take a step back, downshift. Let us all enjoy it for the first time. You had me at party. Yeah. Immediately out. Mm -hmm. I know we're extroverted in the work that we do, but I'm an introverted extrovert. All right, aside from working, let me just be at the house, Super Bowl or not, but specifically the Super Bowl here. I've been to one Super Bowl party, like proper Super Bowl party, uh, when the Patriots beat the Falcons. I hated it. I just wanted to be at the crib, listening to the commercials, because, yeah, it's all this side chatter between the commercials sure. and during the game. I'm like, I don't want none of this. I don't want none of it. You had a different life, though, because you would have to host these parties. And the party I was at, it was like 12 people that I knew. 
you have to host these parties with like dozens and dozens of strangers. Yeah, well, first of all, Keep it me is, out of that. It's such a rookie move, first of all, to watch or go to a Super Bowl party when your team is in it. You can't. Also, you that. cannot. It's too distracting. Correct. By the way, to that point, another party foul. If your team is not in the game, I don't want you wearing your uniform to my no, party. No, see. No, you know, you don't get to wear your uniform. You're literally promoting a loser. Well, it's just why would um, you do that? Oh, my team's not good enough to be here, but I'm still gonna wear my jersey. It's sort no. of like we're going Rob Lowe. It's sort of a celebration of the game. L. No. All right, just because there are two teams participating doesn't mean that we can't show support to the other 30 teams that might want to aspire to be in the big game, the big kahuna. That's what it the is. The granddaddy it's inspirational. of all the next year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I because the Super Bowl is such a sterile corporate event, you need to interject true fanhood bring over that rusty terrell davis jersey wear that shannon sharp jersey wear that steve atwater jersey to a super bowl that's featuring the chiefs and the 49ers l so that way i know that this is real football fan yeah where you stand she's not here for the hors d'oeuvres she's here for the football yeah and also for the snacks i mean let's be honest it's really the only reason to go to a super bowl party at this damn that was a pivot yeah you were but really I, beating the drum of I'm ch- I'm trying to watch football. I just don't. I, I your back. I don't. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> I'm the Segway Queen. If you yep. give me the Segway, and I'm yep. going to show you that coming up when I sing uh, my Usher melody. Um, I think the one upside to going to a Super Bowl party mm-hmm. is having the Super Bowl snacks. But I will tell you this: I've realized as I've gotten grown, yeah, that our guts, yeah, like our literal stomachs, yep, yep. have to do essentially. Yeah, they have to do some some build up to the Super yeah. Bowl because we ex- we eat things on the Super Bowl that are never acceptable at any other time. What other time would you go to a party and be like, "Yeah, I'm definitely into that crock pot of cream cheese and shredded chicken with hot sauce in it." Well, hold on, time out. That sounds a buffalo chicken dip is only appropriate nice. on Super Bowl Sunday. Okay, <laughs> little. Oh, we- L's got the crock pot out. Must be making some Vienna sausages. Right. <laughs> like, what other time is it okay to just have, like, little balls of meat or for you to eat a seven-layer dip? You're not eating bean dip. Any other time. Italians right now are so mad at you. They're like, is she talking about meatballs? <laughs> is she talking about Sunday sauce right now? No, I'm not talking about real Italian meatballs. I'm talking about those little Swedish meatballs that you buy from Ikea, Costco. You're talking about the Ikea meatballs? Yeah, the ones that you just dump in the crock yeah. pot with a whole bunch of teriyaki sauce. It's just like a lineup at the Las Vegas airport of all the private jets. Yeah. Right? But at all of the Super Bowl parties, it's just a lineup of all the crockpots. Yeah. It's just 18 different <laughs> It's just 18 different crockpots. And there's something wet in every, every one of them. There's something wet in every single one of them. Though, in all 18, there was at least, at least a stick of cream cheese. Yes. In each one of and them. Every single one of them has every cream cheese. Every single one of them. Uh, Frito pies. I was at a Super Bowl party a couple years ago where they had Frito pies. I haven't seen that. Just opened a, f- a bag of Fritos. You know what I mean? Just gross. Yeah. Pigs in a blanket. Yeah. Get out of here, pigs in a blanket, unless it's Super Bowl Sunday. Those are nice, though, because they're nice. They're bite-sized. They're mobile. They can go with you. Sure. All right, you don't have to be beholden to where the hot dog is. You can take the hot dog with you. You know what I'm saying? I think, I think I'm an hors d'oeuvres guy now. I think I'm, I think I'm changing my tune. We've just established, yeah. like, a children's hors d'oeuvres. But you've been, on, you've been anti-dip. Yeah. 
since like two hours ago. I'm not really into double dipping and I'm not into a big dip person, but I will tell you this much. Another party foul is when everybody starts to go and get snacks and congregate around the TV just in time for halftime. Just because you don't like who's performing doesn't mean that you get to interrupt by saying, I gotta go drain the lizard. Shut up. The halftime show is where everybody needs to be at their most quiet. Shut That's the correct. up. Because correct. this year we've got Usher. We're super excited about that. I think it's going to join the annals of some Usher. greatest of all time. Personally, I think one of the greatest, let's put Prince aside. We get it. It's Prince singing Purple Rain in the Rain. Goaded. It will always be that way. Personally, I think the most impactful Super Bowl performance of all time was Beyonce, okay? Niners Raven Super Bowl. She performs at, what is this, 2013, something like that? She performs, okay? Destiny's Child Reunion. Oh my God, the world is losing it. This is the greatest thing I've ever seen. Yep. She blows the light panel out of the Superdome 36 minutes later. And here's the thing. The Ravens were cruising through this game. And then, then that happens. The lights go out. And all of a sudden, here come the Niners. Here come the Niners and Colin Kaepernick. Now, we all know it got tight. But ultimately, the Ravens ended up winning that one. I still give it to Beyonce for just the chaos she caused mm-hmm. by simply being the queen. Sort of some divine intervention, is, I think, is what you're kind of alluding to sure. here. And also, Beyonce, she was part of the halftime performance when your Broncos won Super Bowl 50. She's done like four halftime performances. In a short short amount of time. 2013, Beyonce goes down as your goaded halftime performance one year after her. Mm -hmm. Bruno freaking Mars. Yeah, man. There are some people who are just born to do certain things on this planet. And Bruno Mars unequivocally, and I wholeheartedly believe, he was put on this earth to just entertain. Yeah. When you look up the definition of entertainer, it's just a picture of five foot nothing Bruno Mars, man. Yeah. Just him. Bam! Yeah. Right there. All that that dude stopped everybody in their tracks. If you didn't know who Bruno, War- Bruno Mars was then, you did after that halftime show. That dude is pure electricity. They didn't need, was it cold? No, Red Hot Chili Peppers yeah. joined them for that 14-minute yeah. performance afterwards. But I remember that, man. Like Bruno Mars, that dude, that's like God-given talent. I would say it's for the new generation that the Bruno Mars one sort of stands out Unreal. because a lot of these kids weren't old enough to actually see Prince. So, of course, now we've got Usher performing. This is going to be very difficult because Usher has such a large discography. I mean, the guy's been singing since he was like 12 years this old. This didn't been doing it since the 90s. Correct. So I want you to start by giving me your starting five of Usher songs that you think he needs to play on Sunday. I'll do you one better. I'm just going to go through the first five, I think. I'm not going to do it in any sort of melody. You're the singer of this duo, but it's going to start like this. Ready? Lights go out. Boom. It's seven o'clock on the dot. Silence. Okay. Dot, 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 dot. Let it build up. Yeah. Right? So we're going from My Way album to Yeah Confessions. And then you don't have to call 8701 Uh into Love in This Club from the Here I Stand album. And then caught up after that. Back to Confessions. Oh. Somewhere in there, he's going to get Daddy's Home. Superstar, my boo, do it to me. Those are no, some. Those are those are some of the. You got to be an Usher fan to know some of those songs. Right. But I think that's I how it starts. It's seven o'clock. I like that. Everybody knows that okay. song. Yeah. On the dot. That's it's good. It's slow, but everybody knows that yeah. that line. Yeah. He could just drop that. I could see that. Perfect. Okay. See, I'm greedy. Here we go. I've been waiting for this all show, and I'm on the damn show. I'm greedy, okay. and I don't want him to choose just a handful of songs. I think there is a way. Yes. If he does a melody. Okay. Oh. I think that there is a way to get in a large portion of his songs. So we're going to do it now. You ready? Yes. And 
Usher, I just want you to know, Usher, if you haven't made your set list yet, um, I hope that this gives you some incredible ideas about how you can make everybody feel good. Because someone's going to walk away feeling like they were robbed. Yeah. Feeling like, I didn't hear my song, and that makes me mad. Not viewers and listeners of The L. Duncan Show right now. Here we go. You ready? Yep. This is how he starts. I can win. I can reign. I will never win this game without you. Without. Yeah. Oh! Down oh. Come and get and tsunami los dientes, 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 dientes. She got me like, oh my God, I'm so in love. I found you finally. You make me want to leave the one I'm with. Start a new relationship with you. You don't have to call. It's okay, girl, because the DJ gun has fallen in love again. You remind me of a girl that I once knew. What y'all know about Supermodel? Fresh out of L magazine. I think I want to make love in this cloud. In this cloud. Because true, these are my confessions. Man, I'm throwed and I don't know what to do. Because you remind me of a girl that I once knew so I just wanna take it nice and slow there'll always be that person who will always have your heart when we say go and I just wanna get your attention so all my ladies say hey 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 daddy hey hey Hey, Daddy. And then he's got to do 13 more minutes. <laughs> and that was just the intro. <laughs> so there you go. We squeezed in like 36 songs right there. Some of my favorite. Was it really 36? No. Oh, because I believed it. <laughs> Yo, you played the hits. There was Burn, My Boo, Daddy's Home, yeah, my favorite, favorite song of all time, literally. That's good. Yeah. Now, I didn't make room for I Don't Mind, his song with Juicy J, which is a stripper's anthem that I'm hoping okay. that he'll trot yeah. out. But yeah, he's got a lot to choose from, and it's going to be interesting, but I am putting my money on the fact that he is going to start out without you, David Guetta, because okay. it just feels like a huge yeah. song. And I think he's going to end on yeah. Speaking of ending. Just real quick, these are one of those moments, the very few moments that I'm glad that my name isn't on the graphic because... You probably violated all kind of rights issues with singing. No, we're allowed to do like one line at a time, I made sure. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. We'll put my name on the graphic. Now. Okay. <laughs> we're coming back to close things out. It's uh, good. Well, we are back, but not for long. We're about to land this bird here. Yes, we're all sad that football season is coming to a close this weekend, but the competition is just heating up. Yeah, between us two. If you missed our podcast from a couple and TV show. Multi-platform program. Multi-platform program. Yeah. program from um, a couple of weeks ago. Me and Gary 
very arrogantly said that if we were involved in an all-star skills competition, like we'll see in the NBA next week, we would be able to dominate some just very basic things that you have to do in life, like right. towel folding, yes. ironing, things like that. We're going to put all of that to the <laughs> test next week when we battle okay. as athletes against each other just to prove that we can do real basic things real, real well. Oh, my bar was incredibly lower than yours. I literally said that I can sit down and then subsequently get up off of the chair without making a noise. That's a skill without too. Like, <sighs> That's a skill like, too. <laughs> We're going to test if you can actually do oh, we'll that. We'll do that and then week. walk up stairs. Exactly. We have so many stairs on this campus. There's tons of them. See if your knees don't creak yeah. when you walk. Um, but that does it for this show. I'm off to Vegas, man. Oh, everybody hide your dips. Matter of fact, Throw your dips out. Get all your finger foods out of the room if Elle yeah. Duncan is entering. And Elle, it's funny. She thinks we're going to have a Super Bowl show Sunday after the game. Yeah. But she is going to the game, not on a work capacity, but just as a friend, as a fan. Mm-hmm. So we'll catch you guys probably Thursday is what I'm trying to say here. If you're going to Allegiant, hide your Vienna sausages. I'm coming for them. I'm just kidding. I'm bringing my husband. I've got my own. That does Oh, Omar. Actually, wait, no, no, no. It's like a big giant. 